The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Source of Truth, truth podcast. And uh, we are so glad you're with us as we do study the Source of Truth this morning, and that is the Word of God. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day, whether it's live at 11 or watching this later or listening to this later. And we just appreciate the privilege we have to be part of your day. If you've been following along with us, we've been in Psalm, Psalms for quite a while now, but in Psalm 119 uh, for a few weeks. And uh, we've been using, breaking up the sections as if you've read Psalm 19, you know it's broken into multiple sections and then they use the Hebrew alphabet uh, to kind of title off each one of these sections. And we're in Psalm 119, verse 113, Samech is the name, the Greek, uh, the Hebrew letter, excuse me. And uh, so we're going to be in Psalm 119, verse 113. The Bible says, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to thy word, that I may live, and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe, and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Thou hast trodden down all them that do that err from thy statutes, for they for their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembled for fear of thee, and I am terrified of thy judgments. So we look at this section of scripture and we see David continue. Remember uh, chapter Psalm 119 really does focus our attention on the word of God and following the word of God and the influence that the Bible has on us. And today, another commitment to one, follow the word of God, but also to find refuge in it and, and, and from its author. Uh, and what we're going to see here is David really talks a little bit about the fact that he's struggling, but he finds refuge in God. So one of the things I always love about studying Psalms, studying David, is the fact that he's honest. You don't, you don't, you're not finding someone with pretense. You're not finding someone who attempts to put on a front. Hey, I'm, I'm okay. Everything's great. In reality, what you see a lot in Psalms is an intimate communication between David and Psalm where David clearly talks about his frustrations, his battles, and many times in the book of Psalms. He's, he's coming to God like, why did you allow this to happen? So there's a level, I love it because it's, it's honest, it's transparent, it's intimate, but it gives us a reminder and it helps us to understand the type of relationship God appreciates and expects. You know, he was called a man after God's own heart because of this type of thing. I think sometimes we get so afraid to be honest with God, so afraid to be transparent, to ask certain questions uh, for fear of being blasphemous or fear of being, you know, whatever the term would be. And I think there's a point where we need to remember who it is we talk to. But I think that the honesty is the key. I can come to God honestly, Lord, I'm struggling because. And I hope that that's something that we um, can hold to, that God is not some distance spiritual being in the sky that hopefully one day we'll see. God desires to have a close, intimate relationship with us. That's the point of prayer. That's the point of Bible study. So let's let's go ahead and pack these verses a little bit and see what we can pull from this from today. Psalm 119, 113, he says, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. The word vain simply means empty. That always means that scripture, the word vain is empty. I hate empty thoughts. I was reading this morning, I like what one commentator said. He goes, I hate the empty thinking and teaching of the day, the cultural thinking. It really becomes empty. Um, it keeps changing. Uh, you can just listen to the thinking of today. It changes. We really don't know what to do with our circumstances. Uh, that can be in politics. That can be in, in all kinds of things, but also can be in religion. Too many times people have their own view of what's going to happen. And, and then you talk to this person, it changes. That person changes. And really, uh, the empty thought, I, I really need something truth. He said, I, thy law do I love. 
Well, let me tell you some things why I think, you know, you can look at the Word of God. Again, he's talking about the first five books of the Bible. That's all they had at the time. But we have the entire um, 66 books of the Bible. We have the whole canon of Scripture. So when we look at this, here's some of the things I say we can love what he has. It's different than vain. One, this doesn't change. There's so many religions out there today that, are, that what they claim will get you to heaven and or hell has changed in the last 20 years. And what do you say to people who 20 years ago died under that thinking? What do you say to them? A lot, you know, then you say, wait a minute, if I put my faith in this, how's that not going to change? There is a need for stability and a guarantee that it's not going to change. When you go to the Word of God, you go to a Bible that has not changed since really before it was written. You know, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. This was handed down through men to give to us, but the fact is this has always been what God has. It has not changed, and we can go to it with confidence because of that. So I love that. I love that because it's stable. I love that because it's relevant. You know, so many times people want to look at the Bible and they want to they want to see what they want. They want to talk about atrocities or this or that. And if you really study Scripture, you're going to find that not to be true. You know, can you find the gospel? Can you find grace in the Old Testament? Absolutely, you can find that. Uh, you see holiness of God, righteousness of God, the grace of God. You see all of that in Scripture. And if you want to pull out one a couple of verses, yeah, you can always make something say if you just pull out one or two verses. But the whole Bible sees the grace and love and mercy and holiness of God. And we hold to that because He never changes. And that's what we hold on to as a fact that it's relevant to us today, that God and his answer is relevant to whatever we're facing today. There's no new thing under the sun in what we have. So we find hope in that. He continues in verse 114, thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. I love the fact hiding place and shield. Hiding place is a refuge shield from the attack from the enemy. He says, Lord, you and your word are the place that I find strength that I find refuge. There are days in that where you just need to get away from what's going on in the world and, and just spend some time with God. Listen to music that encourages, that points to God, that worships God. Get into the Bible and Psalms like you are now and be reminded that God loves you, that God is aware of your circumstances, that God is aware of you and what is going through your mind right now. You know, one of the things that I love as much when I think about God knowing my circumstances is that God also knows what goes, goes going through my mind in those circumstances. He knows the thoughts that I hope no one else thoughts, and yet he loves me anyway. He knows the battles, and Lord, what's going on, and yet he helps and he encourages, and he sends things our way to encourage us. And, and he is there not to judge us, although he could, he is God. He's there not to look down on us. He's there to, to come alongside and cur- comfort and encourage and to guide us. You know, he says last yesterday we talked about his word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. To see this is where we are, and all of the struggle or grace that comes with it and say, here's where you go. Here's where you are. And you could be here because of your own, dis- own choices, but here's where you are. Here's where I want you to be, and here's how you get there. That's what he's there. He's not there to rip us down for making bad decisions. He's there to enable us to come out of wherever as we find ourselves. And so we do that through a hiding place, a place of refuge. We have a shield when, when Satan attacks. And I hope you understand that that is the God that we serve. We don't serve a God waiting for us to mess up so he can strike us down with lightning. I don't know where that idea came from, but I've heard a lot of that. That's the view people have. Or a God that is talented and says, well, I don't really care what you do. Just do whatever you want. That's not true either. We serve a God who loves righteousness, who's holiness, and loves us and put a son on the cross to offer us salvation. And he is there when I need him the most, just to be a comfort, just to be a grace. Verse 115, 
He says, depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. All these people who want to go wrong, who tell me to go to wrong, wrong depart from me because I'm going to stay according to the word of God. You know, that's not always an easy decision to make because sometimes you feel like you have to stand alone. I guarantee you don't, but you feel like it. Elijah's running away. I think it was Elijah was running away at one point. And he said, I'm the only person to serve you, God. I'm the only one standing. And yet God points out a, a numerous amount of people who are still standing for him. But sometimes you can feel all alone. And that's exactly what Satan wants you to feel. So remember that when you make that decision, it's a good decision. And sometimes you feel like I'm alone. I guarantee you, you are not. Verse 116, uphold me according to thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Uphold me according to the truth. What I've learned and what I follow, Lord, let it be that what holds me up and let me not be ashamed. Father, I'm following you. And it's a simple answer from a human mind. Lord, I put my trust in your truth. I put my trust in the promises I hear preached and the promises I read in the word of God. I put my hope and my trust in you and I follow you hoping that, Lord, what what you promised to me will happen. Let me not be ashamed. Lord, help me, Lord, to please, of my hope, don't let people look down and say, you put all your trust in God and it didn't work. Lord, let me, let the world, let my family, let everyone else see that what I put my hope in is real, it's powerful, and it's life-changing. And, and that's really, and it's a guarantee because it is his promise. Verse, verse 117, hold thou me up and I shall be safe and I will have respect unto thy statutes and continually, Lord, be the one that gives me that source of strength. Verse 118, thou hast trodden down all them that do err from thy statutes and for their deceit is falsehood. Thou hast put us away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love thy testimony. Here's what he said, we're going to win in the end. When it's all said and done, we will see that God, we follow God. His hope is real. His promise is real. He is going to win in the end. We are on the winning side. It doesn't always look like it because Satan wants you to believe it's not. But you, if you're with Jesus, following him, you're on the winning side. You're going to have your ups and downs because we're human and because we don't always know where God's taking us. But we should stay close, follow him, find our hope and our refuge in him, the shield that we need, and keep following him. He is already, already a plan to take care in to take care of his enemies. Verse 120, my flesh trembles for fear of thee, for I am afraid of thy judgments. Lord, I love you and I fear you and I want to follow. And I hope we are. I hope, I hope we respect him enough to desire to do right and to, to love him and obey him uh, because in, in, to a level of fear to an extent. Very different than the fear of today, of whether we get sick or whether we get in trouble, things like that. It's a reverence and fear of him. And it's, it's, a, it's a healthy reverence. And that is what he finishes with. Lord, I love you and I follow you and therefore I can trust you and I can respect you. And that's what we put our hope, our confidence in, our hope, our refuge, our shield. He is the one that holds us up. This, you know, the world sees it very differently. They're empty thinking. They don't have an answer. The Bible has the answer. God has given us the answers before the questions even came. And may we find our hope in that. Thanks for joining us again this morning on this Thursday edition. I do appreciate the privilege you've given me to be part of your day, be part of your Christian life, your Christian journey. I hope I'm able to be an encouragement and a help. Hope maybe you share this to those, maybe you be help to them. Our desire is just to use this to encourage others because the Word of God is simply that. It's truth, and it is truly encouraging the more we get to know God and how much He loves us. Again, thanks for joining us today. We we'll hope you join us again tomorrow.